0: Prayer is the most powerful thing we can do in our days, but all too often it gets drowned out by the noise around us. But what if the noise in our earbuds could help us tune out the noise of the world and instead tune in to our most important conversation? That's why we're here, to bring you inspiring conversations, practical how-tos, and guided prayers to help you pray like you never thought possible. I'm Valerie Warner, and this is Prayer in a Noisy World. In this episode, you're going to get a look into our prayer course, Developing a Fluency of Prayer. In the course, we talk about how prayer is our most important conversation, and we walk through different modules keeping with this theme of learning a new language. We cover immersing in the culture, which is learning who God is, experiencing different dialects, where we learn different techniques to try, along with seven other modules, In one, we go over how to use the phrase book. This covers how to use the Bible in our prayer lives. When we don't know what to say, we have God's very word to guide us in how to pray and what to say. Today, I'm going to share some of the teaching of that lesson right here. But if you want to check out the whole course, go to valmariepaper.com to see details. The course is $125, but you can go through it with friends or a small group. And right now, you can grab the course and one of our spiral journals for less than the actual cost of the course. I'll put the link for all that in show notes. Okay, now let's talk about prayer and scripture. We can talk about these as two primary ways to connect with the Lord and grow in our faith, but sometimes we can speak of them separately. Over the last few years, I've been amazed to see how intertwined they are. Andrew Murray said, little of the word with a little prayer, is death to the spiritual life. Much of the word with little prayer gives a sickly life. Much prayer with little of the word gives more life, but without steadfastness. A full measure of the word and prayer each day gives a healthy and powerful life. We cannot have a healthy prayer life without the word. This is likely not news to many of you, but actually diving into scripture and seeing how it can apply to our lives is easier said than done. I remember reading one of Stormy Martian's books on prayer probably 10 years ago, and what caught my attention was how much scripture was embedded in her chapters and prayers. Every time I saw a scripture mentioned, I grabbed my Bible to read how it related to what she just said. The approach made me hungry for the word like I'd never been before. Each prayer was dotted with scripture references, and her prayers were strong because they were based on truth. It's hard to pray for something we aren't sure of. What if I'm just asking God for something he doesn't want for me? I think this requires a level of trust, obviously, but I think one way we gain our footing in prayer is basing it on scripture. Chapter three of my new book goes into way more detail this too. Scripture is God-breathed. To be able to utter promises in the word that come from the very heart of God through man is incredibly powerful. I want to walk us through how to apply the word to our prayer life. When you don't know what to say or how to say it, you can pull out your phrase book and speak with confidence. I think there's pretty much two ways to incorporate scripture in prayer. Either we're using scripture to lead us to prayer or prayer to lead us to scripture. First, we're going to go over how to take scripture that leads us to prayer. One interesting technique that I've heard is from Ben Patterson called the three R's. He believes any verse in the Bible can be turned into one of these three types of prayers and many verses can actually be all three. One, rejoice. Two, repent. Three, request. Here's an example I came up with using one of my favorite verses. Psalm 1611 says, you make known to me the path of life. You fill me with joy in your presence with eternal pleasures at your right hand. So to see that as an example of a prayer of rejoice, Thank you, Father, for being the source of my joy and showing me the path of life. For a prayer of repentance, Lord, forgive me for following other paths and forgetting who is the joy giver. A prayer of request, Give me a heart to follow your path instead of my own and to live in your presence. This is a very simple technique that can transform the way that we pray as we read scripture. Now from prayer requests to scripture, attach scripture to the most common prayers that you pray. What are the things that you pray daily? Can you attach scripture to them? After years of praying the same four things for myself every single day, after years of praying the same four things for myself each month, I started writing a verse that corresponded with it. As I went to pray these things, I've prayed over and over again, I would open my Bible and that scripture added so much life to a prayer I've prayed thousands of times. If prayer feels boring, adding the very words of God can add new life to that. It also added so much conviction and confidence to my prayers. Think about the prayers you pray most and search the word for scripture to attach to this. An overall knowledge of scripture and its context is so important Someone who is approaching prayer without this biblical worldview might tend to focus on what they want for themselves. And you can find any verse to back up something if you can take it out of context. So just keep that in mind as you search. You don't just want to have these cherry picked -picked verses that have nothing to do with what you're actually praying. I would highly recommend that as you read your Bible, Start to recognize what scriptures tug at your heart that you want to make your own prayer and add them to your worksheet or prayer journal. A few resources that I really love that incorporate scripture into prayers are Jody Burns' books, Praying the Scriptures for My Life and for My Children, as well as Sarah Haggerty's book, Adore, and Tony Evans, Praying Through the Names of God. And I have to mention our book, Springboard Prayers. Check out these resources if you want something to help get you started. Now let's talk for a few minutes about equipping your war room. Here are a few things that you can keep handy as you pray. Number one, verses that emphasize who God is. I cover this a lot in the book, and I know I keep going back to the book, but so much is in there. But in the first chapter, we talk about laying a foundation of knowing who God is. We cannot pray confidently if we don't know who He is. So if it's helpful, have a list of verses that you can meditate on, that you can incorporate into your prayers, and that you have ready to infuse your prayers with more adoration and an understanding of who God is. Two, verses about your identity in Christ. We will pray differently also when we know who we are in Christ. Three, verses on the importance of prayer. If you're feeling unmotivated, this is a really powerful way to be reminded by God himself of why prayer is so important. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, which you will see on lots of our prayer journals, says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Number four, scripture for common prayers. I've already mentioned it, but whatever you pray often, tie it to scripture. If scripture cannot be found to back it up, pray and ask the Lord to reveal if it aligns with His will, and feel free to discuss this with a trusted friend or a pastor as well. There you have it, some tips on how to pray using the Bible. Your action step today is to simply open your Bible, read a verse, and see if you can make it a prayer of rejoicing, repenting, or request. Thanks for listening. Join us Friday for a prayer for wisdom as we pray over how to incorporate scripture into our prayers. And next week, as we talk to Sarah Haggerty about adoration, and I'm going to share my favorite books on prayer. You guys have a great week.